Welcome to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's everything that I got going on in my life. Keep updated with all my stuff by going to Tuttle.net. If you want to check out my video content, you can easily do that by going to TuttleTV.com. It takes you directly to my YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe and hit that little bell button. I did a uh, live stream yesterday. Uh, I've been getting better internet service. The internet's been really, really slow and bogged down since everybody's at home, staying at home with their kids or self-quarantining. It's just slowing the the internet down to a snail's pace. But make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell button so you're alerted anytime I go live or I put a new upload up there. Uh, If you want to email me questions or comments, I'd like to hear what you got going on in your life. How are you handling handling this pandemic? Are you having to stay home with the kids? Has work sent you home? Are you out of work right now? Are you trying to get on unemployment? I hear that they're having a really, really rough go uh, with all the high volume of traffic of people trying to apply for unemployment. Uh, Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate to the cause, I know everybody's going through a tough time right now. And a lot of people are out of work and as bad as the economy is right now. I completely understand if you can't, but even a dollar, if you want to donate a dollar, everything's going to get, you know, put back into the podcast. I want to buy better equipment so the quality can be better for your listening enjoyment. You can do that by going to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. So we've been talking about the coronavirus a lot, and I talked about this on yesterday's podcast. Listen, guys, I'm trying every single day to find new stories or topics that I can talk about that aren't coronavirus related. I want to help you guys get your mind off of this tough time, but in all seriousness, it is absolutely impossible to find any news stories that are not coronavirus related. I, I got a couple on today's, but I'm, I'm not going to get a lot of distance on them. But I, I promise you, I'm trying to do a show to help you guys, you know, forget about what's going on in this world, especially in the United States with this pandemic. But I did find a news story. It's kind of sort of coronavirus related, but it's just some of the dumb shit that people are doing right now. A lot of people are getting on Zoom and connecting with people through video chat. If it's a Facebook, you know, Messenger or Zoom, a lot of people are, are I haven't checked out Zoom yet. If you if you guys have checked out Zoom, please uh, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it because I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of good things about Zoom. But I think this was on, I don't know what video chat service this was on, but there is this two guys. One of them, one of them is an African American gentleman, and another one is a white guy. But the white guy's got his, and what it looks like, his uh, mixed race girlfriend, and he has a 
bag of molly, and the African-American gentleman is egging him on to snort molly, which is a pure form of MDMA, off of his girlfriend's butthole. And I have the audio for you, and it just it really, really floors me with everybody trying to be great with their hygiene, washing their hands, and, and, and pitting on the hand sanitizer that people would even think about snorting molly off of your girlfriend's butthole. I, I don't know if the molly actually kills any of the viruses and stuff, but I know it'll get you rolling like a motherfucker. I've washed my hands so much in the past month. It's like that I'm, I'm back to being an iron worker in my early days of radio because they're so dry and cracked from the amount of times that I'm washing them and putting hand sanitizer on. So, all right, guys, let's get into this audio because uh, visually, I'll try to post the link to this video on my social media. You can do uh, that by going to my Twitter or Facebook. Just search Tuttle. Set the camera up so we can see your bitch booty hole and the molly. Now, from already the beginning, the African-American guy, the black guy, is the director of this masterpiece during this coronavirus. He, right now, with all the movies that are not going on, with the box office being completely shut down, I nominate this black guy for director of the year, best director in the Academy Awards. And you sniffing it. I'm going to turn the cameras off when it's all set up. I'm rolling up rugs right now. You, you want it with with a thong on or thong off? Thong off. We want to see her booty hole. You know what? This guy might even be up for best cinematography because his direction and vision is solid. It is on point. He definitely deserves something with cinematography. You know what? 1917 does not have anything on this Molly booty hole video. I bet. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Bend over, shorty. Come on. Bend over. Come on. Hey, look. Hold on. Comments going off, y'all. Hey, I'm going to get my shorty to hold the camera type shit. I mean, seriously, Martin Scorsese himself would have never in a million years gotten the viewpoint from the girl holding the camera, having Molly snorted off of her butthole. I bet. All right. Big However, bet. that's going to work. Let me let me see. I can't see. I can't see no booty hole. Hey, she about to bend up. Oh, this is spicy. I got you. No bullshit. No cap. I got you. The key, as always, the common thread to an, an Academy Award winning flick is the communication between the director and actor. They have an open line of com communication. The director is telling him exactly where to put the molly on the booty hole. Do you want it above the booty hole? Under the booty hole? Do you want it on the taint? He's given him every single direction. He's given him the feeling. He's giving you, you as the audience member can almost smell the molly and booty hole sweat. Hey, we, we making this shit lit. Ben, this is spicy. Comments back on. The director is giving him positive encouragement, making him dive deeper into the role of a man snorting molly off of his girlfriend's booty hole. You cannot get any deeper. This is method acting at its finest. Are, are that 
All the way. Put that Molly out the booty hole right now. Nigga sniffing Molly out the booty hole right now. Arch that junk. Arch that junk. Arch that junk. Hold on. Move it over. We can't see the booty hole. I have not seen chemistry like this between a director and actor since Ron Howard directing his mutant of a looking brother, Clint Howard, in many, many movies from the past. Yeah, there we go. Babe, you're going to have to put that junk up. I ain't trying to waste this shit. He ain't trying to waste that shit. See, now, uh, independent movies are a huge thing. Independent movies got big in the mid to late 90s. It was made popular by the one and only Quentin Tarantino. And a lot of independent films are working on a budget. This actor is being very mindful of the budget, and he does not want to waste any of his molly on his girlfriend's booty hole. Hey, tell her lay, tell her lay on her stomach. Hey, Hey, you got good ideas, bro. I appreciate it. See, earlier when I said the director was complimenting the actor and giving him words of encouragement to help him dive into the role of his character, it's going the other way now. The actor is giving the director words of encouragement to help his confidence and his vision when it comes to this masterpiece of a flick. Come on, I'll fuck mad bitches. You know what other great director that fucked mad bitches was Roman Polanski, even though they were maybe underage uh, at some point, uh, but he did fuck mad bitches. Even though he might be a registered sex offender now, and that's why he cannot come back into the country. You want me to hear shorty in the back? He does. You want me to just lick that shit, bro? I just lick all this shit off her booty. Some of the most famous scenes in movie history were ad-libbed. Yes, this might not be ad-libbing, but he's going off the cuff. The actor is coming up with ideas. The director is letting him flow and be himself and let the let the work grow like a living organism. That is how movie magic is done. Fuck it, go ahead. Look, hey, you see that? I'm making, I'm making a nice little pile, shorty. Yes, yes, sir. That nigga said, arch that John. Woo! That nigga just licked some molly out of booty hole on the live. This shit don't Hey. That phrase from the director was like a modern day director yelling cut. He's telling him, you nailed it. This is going to take us to the top. We're winning best picture for the Academy Awards because none of these other fucking movies are coming out. The only people we got to worry about at this point is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie with Jim Carrey and the Invisible Man. Shifting gears and in entertainment news Eminem just appeared on the Mike Tyson podcast and I gotta tell you if you've not checked out Mike Tyson's podcast you're kind of missing out it's it's really really interesting to hear such an animal a complete murderer of people in the squared ring this guy is really really good you know what's done Mike good smoking the weed it's calm them the fuck down and he doesn't want to eat people's babies. Bailey, tell them, baby. There's really nothing else to say. I, I can't explain it. I think my man's gone crazy. A little help from Haley J. Won't you tell him, baby? I think my man's gone crazy. 
So Eminem just appeared on the Mike Tyson podcast. I forget the name of it, but one of the things, out of all the things Eminem has done over his career, he's one of the greatest American solo artists of all time. Uh, one of the proudest things that he's proud of is his daughter, Haley, uh, I think is in her early 20s, just recently graduated from college. Girl, how old oh, is she? Fuck. Uh, Haley is... Um 23. God damn, that makes me feel old as fuck. Even though I'm 40, I remember graduating straight out of high school listening to music about Eminem kidnapping his daughter and killing and murdering his ex-wife and throwing her in the trunk. What's that? What's that? Like she has boyfriends and stuff? She has babies? She Not babies. Nope. Just, um... Ooh, man, I would have felt really even older if Eminem would have said that he was a grandfather. Shit. Thank you, Em. Thank you, Marshall Mathers, for saying that you did not have any grandchildren. Boyfriend? Yeah. And, um... Yeah. She's doing she's 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 doing good. She's she's made me proud for sure. You know, I'm still having a hard time getting used to seeing Eminem without the blonde hair and a full beard going on. Holy crap. It's just weird and awesome to see how he's evolved, how his image has evolved over the years. And and it's good to see because a lot of artists get stuck in one time frame in their life and they don't evolve and they get left behind and Eminem still at his age. I think he is 41 or 42 right now, and he's still putting out very popular music. Might not be as good as his early stuff, but he's still making music that people are checking out. She graduated from college, 3.9. Wow. Yeah. Good for her, man. Yeah, thank That's you. That's awesome. How does that feel? You have a 23-year-old. I was just listening to Slim Shady. Yeah. And listening yeah, to it's, that, it's it's it, it, it definitely is crazy. It definitely is crazy. I have a think about this, guys. Uh, Eight Mile came out in two thousand two. It just seems like yesterday that that fucking movie. Everybody was like talking. Hey man, can you believe Eminem's coming out with a movie? Man, it's going to be Eight Mile. It's going to be about his life growing up and being a battle rapper. Yeah, B Rabbit, man. He's playing a character called B Rabbit. I have uh, a niece that I had have helped raise two that's kind of like a daughter, pretty much like a daughter to me. And she is 26, and then I have a younger one that's 17 now. So when I think about my accomplishments, like that's probably the thing I'm the most proud of, you know, is that, is being able to raise kids. You know, most guys like us that are successful and stuff that supposedly have it all, our kids are fucked up. Man, Mike, Iron Mike sounds as high as a giraffe pussy right now. Holy shit. I will, I'm not saying anything bad because it's better for Mike to be high as fuck because I would not want to be around him. I've heard stories where people are just terrified of being in the same room with Mike when he was younger because you could say one wrong thing or make a abrupt movement and he's going to hit you with that fucking right uppercut and end your whole world. You know? Yeah. Fucked up. They, they never had the life that we had. They never struggled. 
They never know struggle. Without struggle, there's no progress. You know, I read a lot of interviews with Mike, and he really did have a big struggle. If it wasn't for the, his trainer, I think his name's Kusamano, he called him Kus, would have not have pulled him off the streets and trained him. Mike would be in jail for killing somebody without a doubt. He said boxing saved his life. And he said the reason why he was a champion and he was a great fighter is because he looked at boxing as survival. He had to box. If he was not good at boxing, he was going to be back on the streets fighting for his life every single day. You know, and that's why they don't progress because they don't struggle. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely important to, to keep your kids grounded when there's situations like we have, right? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Very important. Well, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I just found it to be a very interesting interview with Eminem because, you know, I grew up with his music. I was uh, in like a junior slash senior coming out of high school when Eminem first broke onto the scene. And it's just nice and almost weird to see how he's evolved over the lifespan of his career. Uh, before I get into any other coronavirus news, I wanted to play you and some audio that surfaced of Joe Exotic. And you, if you've not heard of Joe Exotic, he's from the documentary that is very, very popular. It's the number one show on Netflix right now. Uh, check it out. I've not seen it yet. I'm crying to hold off as much as I can. But some audio surfaced. And, and just to give you a little bit of background, Joe Exotic, he raises big cats, I think out in Oklahoma, but he's a gay man and he's got two husbands I think two lovers that he hooks up with all the time and he comes out and this uh, audio uh, pertains to him saying you know he wonders why black people can say the n-word and white people can't going on here in this country it's absolutely pathetic I can't say the n-word but you can get on YouTube and watch any black man's rap video and that all right let me break this down for you mr exotic can i call you mr exotic or do you want me to call you joe i'm just gonna call you mr exotic how would you feel i'm gonna relate this to your situation you are a gay man how would you feel i'm, I'm sure you say the f word for gay people all the time now how would you feel for if a non f word or a non f word for gay people said the f word for gay people in front of you. I'm sh I'm pretty sure you would not be too happy. So that's why black people can say the N-word just like you can say the F-word for gays and not get mad about it. Calling each other the N-word? What the hell? Trust me, Joe Exotic's statement is nothing new from for me. I mean, if you asked me and my friend Derek and my other friend Howard growing up in DeLeon Springs, Florida, every white person would say Say this at one point of their lives. Every child has heard their parent in Volusia County in DeLeon Springs make this same statement. Hey, why can black people say the N-word and we can't say the N-word? It's not fair. Why do black people have black entertainment television? You know how furious black people would get if we had white entertainment television? We just can't do it. It's a double standard. There's a lot of uncertainty on what we're going to be doing as far as how we're going to make it through. 
With events like weddings and proms canceled, she was forced to shut down. I'm running audio from a story about what people are doing when the bills are coming due, uh, coming up at the first of the month. But this is why I said rich people, people that are well off, were going to have a hard time with no money coming in and being out of work. Now, poor people, white, trash, minorities, whoever struggles, I don't give a damn. I'm not trying to group any people into a certain type of group. But what I'm saying is people are used to this all the time. Poor people are used are, are used to dodging bill collectors and dealing with having little money. Her employees now out of work. We're scared. We're, we're worried about, you know, what's going to happen, how long this is going to last. So what do you do when the bills are coming in, but the money isn't? You do what every white trash motherfucker in Volusia County does when a bill collector calls, or it's a number that you don't recognize. You send that shit straight to voicemail and de- delete it immediately. Renters can talk to landlords about deferring payments or paying a portion for the time being. Homeowners may be able to temporarily delay mortgage payments without late fees or being reported to credit bureaus. See, this is one of the bad things about all banking being online now is that it's hard. It's almost virtually impossible to float a check anymore. Back when I was a first-time homeowner, the banks still weren't completely online and stuff didn't like transfer or get deducted out of your account as quickly as it does now. And I was able to float a couple of days. Everybody Everybody's floated a couple of days on a check. Many lenders do offer relief programs, so call yours and make sure you're enrolled. And telecom companies have signed a pledge to keep Americans connected. So for 60 days, late fees will be waived and service will not be cut off. You know what? You know what phones aren't cut off? Burner phones. All drug dealers have really never had an issue with their cell service getting cut off because that shit is pay as you go. You don't have to worry about it. You ain't got the money. You ain't getting the cell phone. You pay as you go. And the shit can't be traced either. The federal government has streamlined a lot of the aid information at Benefit. Benefits.gov, from disaster relief loans to health care assistance and food stamps. Good luck getting any of that stuff. I hear that you're almost going to have to wait at the minimum of two hours when you're trying to call unemployment. Good luck trying to get food stamps online because I'm sure those phone lines are fucking clogged as hell as, as well. So good luck. Right now, there are so many people trying to get assistance from the government that it's virtually impossible for any of the new timers to get help. This morning during a region-wide meeting hosted by Pasco County. This is a story out of Tampa and particularly the Clearwater area and the reason why you can tell it is Clearwater is you can hear the fucking sirens in the background. When I lived at Bubba's Race Shop uh, Clem Racing Incorporated uh, above the race shop uh, we were close to the jail there. I don't know if that's a county jail city jail but we would constantly constantly have homeless people, people getting out of jail, people with DUIs just walking down the street all the fucking time. But this story is pertaining about what the homeless are going to do during this pandemic. Clearwater's newly elected mayor spoke out saying the city's facing a major homelessness issue. But So now everybody's concerned with all the homeless. Right now everybody is concerned of what the homeless are going to do around this coronavirus. They really don't give a goddamn about any of the homeless people. 
people. They're worried about the homeless people getting infected and then spreading it when they're asking you for pocket change while you're walking down the street. We spoke with others who say with many homeless staying in parks and without shelter, homeless are the ones facing the real issue. We're having the real problem with the homeless not following uh, social distancing. Well, where are they supposed to go to, man? Give me a solution. Maybe they can follow it. You guys didn't give a fuck about all the taxpayers hanging out on Clearwater Beach spreading this goddamn disease around like it, it's a hot potato. They're throwing it back and forth from each other. You guys didn't care about all the beachgoers when this was happening a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Especially the hardcore homeless. Now, what defines a hardcore homeless? Is that like some punk rocker homeless? Some guy with a mohawk and a a chain leading to his wallet? What is a hardcore homeless? I say you're either homeless or you're not homeless. There's not different levels to bums here in the state of Florida. And they have nothing to lose. God damn it. These fucking local politicians kill me sometimes. These homeless people have nothing to lose. If you do not give them your pocket change, they're going to cough all over you and give you the corona. And I'm afraid of them being a Petri dish of, you know. That can be spreading it. Now, I got to stop you right there. I've worked in some of the biggest corporate radio settings, and none of these fucking assholes wash their hands after they take a shit or, or piss. It, it Everybody does it. Matter of fact, homeless people might be cleaner than some of the people that work in corporate settings. One woman who volunteers with homeless in Clearwater says it's ironic that the best way to stop COVID-19 is having having good hygiene, yet it's the one resource homeless are lacking most. Homeless people's bad hygiene is the reason why a lot of these homeless people will be able to fight the disease if they catch it. Yes, they don't live in the best hygienic situations and maybe not the best diet. They probably smoke the cheapest cigarettes and Mad Dog 2020. But you know what? A homeless man's immune system is far superior than the average working American citizen. They're eating out of trash cans. They eat what they can eat. Their immune system fights off bacteria and viruses on a daily goddamn basis. Their immune system makes the coronavirus its fucking bitch. Can't go into showers. All the showers have been closed down. Um, uh, The library is closed, so they can't use the washroom, so they've got porta potties out there. She says she understands why, but still, many remain in need. It's a challenge for everybody. Now, Tampa's mayor says they're also seeing a homeless issue, but their issue is a little bit different. It has to do with homeless not wanting to live in the temporary setup that they have, Tent City, during this pandemic because some of the homeless couldn't continue their same lifestyles having to do with drugs and alcohol. What if the homeless people have it all figured out? What if there's this genius bum, a bum scientist that has got it figured out that cheap whiskey and massive amounts of bumps of cocaine kill the coronavirus and makes you immune to it. What if bums are the key for solving this whole pandemic and economic issues that we're having in the world superpower, which is the United States of America? Well, boys, I fucking sent her a little too fucking hard, bud. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. 
make sure you check out my video page, my YouTube page, by going to TuttleTV.com. If you'd like to donate to the cause, help me out. I don't even give a damn if it's a dollar. I'll take your dollar. You can do that by going to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I'd like to hear any of your questions or comments, how you're dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, how you're getting through this tough time. Are you having to stay home with the kids? Did your job send you home or even fire you? I want to know how it's going. Email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Gmail.com. A new announcement. The podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast, is now available on Spotify. So there's four ways you can catch the podcast. One being the direct link on Podomatic, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and now Spotify. Please help me spread the word. If you give it a chance, go on any of those platforms. Give me a like. Leave me a content. A rating would be awesome. I'm sure there's going to be some dickheads that will give me a bad rating. But just give me a rating. And please, on your social media, I'm not on the radio anymore, so I don't have a platform to be able to promote my stuff. Please help me promote. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. I want this podcast to grow, and I want you guys to be a part of it. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.